Hey, Mom, how are you? I am good, son. How are you this week? Doing very well. No complaints. <clears throat> uh, it seems to be the, the nation is out there voting. And before we get into it, let's uh, tell everybody who we are. Yes, we are Politics with Mom. And you can find us on politicswithmom.com, uh, politicswithmom at gmail.com. You can find us also on YouTube under Politics with Mom and at Twitter with Politics dot mom politics with with mom (laughs) i was close i was close (laughs) all right well i ran away with it you did you did that's all right though uh so let's review kind of the the week where do you where do you want to start we had the debates uh, yeah well not really debates dueling dueling town halls i guess yes yes not have actually debates but uh do you want to start there do you want to start with stimulus where would you like? To Holy mackerel, there's so much. Um, I think the debates is a big thing. Um, I personally flipped channels, mm-hmm. um, I, which I, you know, of course, the whole thing was very stupid that they both ran them at the same times. Um, Biden ran his a half hour longer than Trump did. Um, but I thought that uh, definitely Biden, I felt, did a much better job. Because he really, I liked how he went into detail describing what he would do on, um, you know, different things, the different questions. He, he didn't just kind of overlook them right. um, and just, you know, like Trump still, you know, you're still not getting anything from him as far as the health care. Uh, well, we have a vision. Well, great. What can you can you elaborate on that? What exactly is your vision? What it's are you trying to say? It's going to be the best health care. <laughs> I think he said it. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the cheapest. It's going to be beautiful. What else? Yeah, and I'd know? like to know. I, I want to know how. It's by being the best. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand what you're not getting. He's making it very simple for the voters. It's just if you oh. the best. But I, yeah, I totally agree. Obviously, I'm being quite sarcastic there. Mm-hmm. But, that's, but that's it. That's that's the strategy. And, and the goal is like, well, if it's going to be the best. And there's a lot of people who are just like, well, all right, well, I guess it'll be the best. And not thinking it through or, or diving in the details because the, 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 the fact, the fact is they do not have a plan. Republican, Trump, no. do not have Mm-mm. a plan. Mm-mm. All they know is that they want to eliminate Obamacare, which does absolutely no good. Yeah. It's it would, well, the, their original plan was like repeal and replace, which I get. It's a cool, cool thing as long as there was a replace part there. Right. Um, but there, there just wasn't. I'll say, you know, the one thing, you know, I know I'm echoing a lot of what the country has already said, but the, uh, the moderator for NBC did great. Holy cow. Like, I think keeping him on task. And uh, I don't know the part, if you saw the part where she said that you're the president, not somebody's crazy uncle. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was awesome. Like, to finally say what pretty much well, the nation thinks obviously there's a lot there's people who don't like the naughty woman behind him um, oh my gosh that was nuts i kept yeah. watching that and thinking to myself did somebody plant her there yeah well she she is i mean it you know it's not hard to figure out who she is she is a she is a trump supporter she absolutely congress is pro-trump you know in, in congress so and mm-hmm, you know, hey mm-hmm. awesome for her she's going to get her 15 minutes for sure because she's the she forever is going to be the naughty woman in the background oh um, yeah you know, so it, it, it is what it is, but, uh, but yeah, it was just like, you know, I, there wasn't really any, anything of substance. I don't think in, in Trump's debate, I do agree Not at all. that Biden had the more, uh, you know, one, one of, I think it was an anti, it was an anti-Biden 
somebody on the on the Trump team, I believe I have this right, is put out a, a, a Twitter quote, something on Twitter, something around like, oh, I'm watching Biden. I feel like I'm a Mr. Rogers neighborhood. And the rest of the country was like, finally, like, you know, which it was it was meant to be like this derogatory sort of like, you know, oh, this is just so boring and basic. Mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm, it was like the mm-hmm. country, was, I think country needs that. They yeah. want that. They want boring and basic for a little while. They need somebody who's predictable. They need somebody who's got a plan. I do. I do agree with you. Biden explained a lot, sometimes a little too much, a little rambling. Yes, he did get take. a little. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He, I did think that, on that old grandpa kind of thing. Yeah, but I I did like how you know that young man was asking uh, about Black Americans, mm-hmm. and uh, I did feel yes on that particular one. He went a little lengthy, um, and, and I that, almost and that guy that guy showed it too when he was like, yeah. So to answer your question, he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like you, you know, well, like he just missed the mark. <laughs> and I kind of felt bad for the for the young man because I could tell that, you know, like he was like, OK, this is a little boring. This has gone a little too far. More yeah, than Biden, what I Biden's expected. got to get much better at getting to the point quicker on these things mm-hmm. and not talking. You know, I, I appreciate the stories. I do. But you can tell the stories faster. Right. Exactly. And it goes into great detail about it's like, well, it's me my dad. And, you know, we were getting in the car, which was, a you know, a 1947 Chevy. And back in those days, Chevy and Ford used to compete. And Chevy just came out with, and he goes to these weird tangents. And then he comes back. And I'm like, okay. Like at the same yeah. time, though, I have to say, there's a part of me that's nostalgic for that, where I'm like, I would much rather this guy representing America in that, oh, in that way. And just, you know, thinking <clears throat> through that he eventually got to the point which I was mm-hmm. happy with. There was a coherent thing. Like he definitely rambled again, more details, and, but it also built relationship with the guy, I think. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, be- between, between him and Trump. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'll tell you, uh, I was looking at uh, Twitter back and forth because I did the same thing. I predominantly watched Trump because I just figured that's where the action is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and I would go back and forth with, with Trump and Biden. And I was also looking at Twitter uh, just between the two accounts, between biden and trump and and just to give you a smattering of you know biden's was was kind of like you know i'm running as a proud democrat but i'm going to be an american president you know we're a diverse country let's bring people equally we're not going to we're not going to meet our potential uh it was all about uniting right i'm going to i'm going to unite if i'm elected president you won't hear me race beating you're not going to hear me dividing you're going to hear me trying to unify those are all in his twitter account and that was that was his pattern was that and then you look at uh trump's twitter from that day this is all I did. This is October 15th. So anybody can go through and look at these both accounts and you see, you know, uh, let's see, Donald Trump says, Joe Biden, and the Democratic Socialists will kill your jobs, dismantle your police departments, dissolve your borders, release criminal aliens, raise your taxes, confiscate your guns and fracking, destroy your suburbs and drive God from the public square. And I'm like, oh, can I get more different from these two visions of the world than, mm-hmm. than these two guys? And I think that's right, what it right. comes down to is which vision do you want? Do you want the one where, you know, it's just gloom and doom and pessimism, pessimism. And if, and if you're, if you're not with us, then you're absolutely evil kind of thing. And you're, and it's, everything's personal. Everything's personal with Trump, everything. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have agree to disagree. He doesn't have friendly, you know, conversations over policy. That's it. It's just like, if you're not with him, you are just flat out off the team. Right. And, and that's what the Democrats are to him. They're off team America for Trump. And if you're and if you're in Trump's America, then you are your Trumplicans are welcome. Everybody else. Forget it. Who cares? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just I just don't get that that vision of America. Now, are there things that Trump has done? Well, sure. Like, I think he's heading the right direction with trying to get, you know, at least I don't know that he's actually done it, but trying to get prescription drugs close, you know, 
uh, right. cheaper, how he's, you know, coming in from Canada, that was done. I believe that was done. Um, so, you know, it's like that sort of stuff coming in. It's like, that's useful. He definitely made progress with, uh, you know, peace negotiations. You know, I think that's, that's absolutely worth uh, giving him credit for. Um, I think he did fine with ventilators. I wish the press did give him credit for ventilators because I think he's got a point when he was like, everybody's bitching about no vent- ventilators early in COVID and they had this huge surplus of ventilators now um, because that's what everybody wanted. And they really focused on that. And then, you know, when he did it, they didn't give him credit for that. So I think that he should get credit for. I think he should get credit for the criminal justice reforms that he did where people were being locked up with a lot, you know, kind of repealing back some of the the restrictions that were on some of that so that, you know, we're not locking up as many uh, individuals for, for offenses that aren't, aren't, shouldn't be locked up for. Right. So there's, there's lots of things that I think he did do well, but that's for me, that's the 20%. The 80% is this other guy where I'm like, this is the example. This is the brand that America, he represents brand America, right. As, Mm -hmm. as As a brand. And I just don't see that, like, I don't want that as our brand. And I think somebody else could also accomplish those other things that Trump did, you know? So it wouldn't be like, oh, only Trump could have gotten this done. I think anybody could have gotten this done. I think you right. should have gotten more done. I think they should have gotten healthcare done. Republicans had their chance. Republicans had their chance. And then they went yes. Trumplican and they lost it because they just started, you know, getting getting all, getting all crazy. And so I, I look forward to the Biden thing. I, you know, at this point we're, what is it? Two and a half weeks, three weeks about mm-hmm. uh, coming into it. So it's getting down to the wire. So here, here's a question. Well, did, you, did you vote? Absolutely. Oh, nicely done. I'm absolutely. Doing that this week. We had, you know, of course, early voting and, and uh, mine. What's your experience with that? Well, mine is a mail-in simply because of my age. Oh, lucky you. So, um, my experience was fantastic as far as uh, easy to figure out. The process was simple. absolutely very so easy. Kind of describe like you obviously requested your ballot. I think at this point, everybody would have already had to do that. Or is that still not true? I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, in every state is different. Mm-hmm. Um, in my particular state, it, it was only mail-in va- ballot um, if you were disabled or if you're over 65. Right. Um, but assuming you're qualified for your right. state, you can just so, check with your state. And then right, assuming you are, you just state. requested it. They sent it to right. you in the mail is what happened? Yeah, they sent it in the mail. Um, and, uh, you know, basically it, it the directions are in there. It's very simple for my particular county where I'm registered, um, who was, you know, uh, who was up for election. And, um, you know, it, it was it was really very simple. I just marked my appropriate boxes, folded it back up, mailed it. You know, of course, once you seal it on my particular state, you have to sign yeah, the back a, of the envelope. I think that's a thing that everybody has to do, I believe, because that was a reason. Yeah, because they want to match. Out, right. Is, is it you right. wouldn't count if it wasn't signed. So. Right. And it also it, it also has to match what they have on record. Um, which I guess they get from probably DMV or something. Yeah. Well, I think when you sign up. Oh, for ro- voter registration. Voter that makes, registration. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, very easy. I took it to the post office directly and had no issues at all. Nice. No issues at all. So it was very, very simple. Um, good. And I was glad that, you know, I could get my vote in there. In um, my state, they're doing early voting and I'm not uh, – 
not eligible if they don't have a, the mail-in ballot thing. So I'm going to do early voting, but I didn't do, they opened it up. It's like three weeks in October. So my thinking was first week, maybe there's going to be some glitches and, you know, kind of let everybody work that system out. And I figured it'll be, it's kind of like how everything works when something first opens, it's super popular. And mm-hmm. then there's like the middle where nobody cares. And then at the end, everyone's like, oh crap, I gotta go do this, right? Right. There's rush. So I'm kind of kind of hoping to hit the middle this week where I can get in. And, well, and, and, and from what I understand, a lot of the early voting, the lines have been unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely massive turnouts. Which is which is the it's biggest fantastic. thing is like plan, plan ahead. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's like 30%, mm-hmm. 40% growth from where it's, where it's ever been. I mean, every I think just about every state out there is shattering records. Um, right at this point and just you know everybody needs to plan ahead that's that's the whole thing well, with this one is it's not just going to be like oh let me just go vote real quick i'll be back in five minutes it'll be right you know okay i'll be back in a few hours like that's just what it's going to be probably well and it depends on where you live too true, because true. i i know one person i talked to um for early voting um they had no issues at all early in the morning right yeah. Yeah, and that's actually exactly what I plan to do. That's what I've always done, though, as a as a voter, is I just get up and get it done in the morning, and it tends to be a little yeah. faster. Yeah, um, which you know just happens to work for me. I know not everybody can do that, um, right. but it, as long as you plan ahead, it's you know just it's get there and assume it's going to be a couple of hours and be happy if it's not, you know. And, right, but, exactly. You know, work, work with your with your bosses and your your teams. A lot of people are not back to work yet uh, in a in an office, so I guess it's a little more flexible. You can do a Zoom call on the phone. You know, so mm-hmm. maybe maybe there's a lot of conference calls happening while people are are voting, uh, which would be kind of cool. But now, so this this is a kind of an interesting thing is like now that we're we have so many people voting early, and and this is the idea, right? Is and this is where you're starting to hear all the messaging that that we've been talking about for a while now, which is get the vote counted yes. by November third. So right. not get your vote in by November third, get it counted by yes. November third, which means get it in now, right? If you can early vote, early vote now. Like, just get it done. Don't, don't procrastinate it. Um, and I realize what I'm saying is like, I, you know, but I'm not procrastinating. I'm going according to plan because I got three weeks and I always plan to do the middle week. So that's this week. Now, next week, if I don't vote, you, you absolutely can hit me on that. But get your vote in and get it counted so that by November 3rd, we can, we can do our best to close the door. On yes. And everybody yes. can basically say like, cool, here's how it's going to be. And it's done. That would be great. And that's, and that's where it is right now. You also see, I'm also seeing a lot more talk of uh, Republicans starting to break from the Trumplican haze that they've been in uh, because they see that the problems, you know, that, that it's starting to cause and that they realize it's <clears throat> causing, it's starting to come home to roost. Like Lindsey Graham is in a battle right now. I yeah. Know if, he'll, if he'll make it or not. Um, yeah. I, I read that he was in a battle and then I read that he was starting to come upward again. Yep. Yep. Um, well, he just, he just had his bump from the, uh, uh, Amy Conan Barrett, right? This is free right. court stuff. So he's going to have a bump from that because he's got to be all over TV. And that's what mm-hmm. happens, right? Like whenever you see TV, people are like, oh, okay, well, must be that guy then I'm going to vote for. It's right, exactly. Recent person is. But he didn't do a great job on the debate. Mitch McConnell didn't do a great job on the debate. Um, and there's a lot of spend going on right now in these mm-hmm. campaigns, you know, that mm-hmm. the Democrats are, are going against them. Again, I, I, I am, I'm kind of with you. Like I personally would love those two guys to go. Um, but mm, you know, a 40% chance maybe, but still it used to be, there's a 10% chance, right. Or a 0% chance. They're going to, right, right, right. Um, right. You know, we're pretty it was close. A shoe in it's, before. Yeah. It's kind of like what was in, um, what was it in 2018? I think Texas had, uh, uh, Cruz and, and Beto. Oh yeah. Cruz, Beto. Cruz had to sweat. 
Yes, he did. And he still ended up pulling, which is, you know, again, I'm not a fan of that guy. So, but, um, you know, he ended up pulling ahead, but, you know, theoretically put him on notice. Now, again, this is a couple of years back. So not right because he's still um, firm Trumplican territory. But uh, despite what Trump said about his wife. But, um, but, you know, I am, I am seeing the polls and I'm checking polls all the time to see where, where things are and if they're consistent and they have been seemingly consistent in Biden's favor. And at the same time, what you are also seeing a lot more news stories on is, and and as it does, it always gets tighter at the end. Yes. Everybody starts, you know, really, really, you know, going after it and, and no one is saying Biden has it. What no. the only people that I've seen say Biden's got this in the bag are other Republicans. Like even Lindsey Graham mentioned that at the Amicona Banner hearings, uh, where he mentioned he said, you know, the 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 uh, looks like you're probably going to have a Democratic president. And he was wow, he said, well, I did not hear that. Yeah, he said he absolutely said that. That's now all, I did that's I a, did read an stand. article um, on Politico that uh, President Trump is actually starting to go. Mm, I might not win this one. Yep. Well, I mean, again, but but I so I, I, I it's what I think is interesting is it's the Republicans doing that, which I think the strategy is, hey, we really might not win this. If you're mm-hmm. if you're remotely close to our team, you got to vote for our team. You got to support us because it really right. is down to the wire. I yeah. think that's what the, the point of that is, I think, you know, mm-hmm. um, and team Biden is their their point is do not get comfortable. This is not in the bag. Anything can happen. Get this thing knocked out. So and they need to keep that consistent because i think there is that 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 you know oh we got we got this and i was gonna vote but you know what my my one single vote's not gonna matter so i'm not or i'll just throw it away and vote cute and you know vote for the libertarian candidate or vote for mickey mouse or do what that freaking idiot did in maryland and vote for ronald reagan right now again i think he just (laughs) couldn't bring himself to vote biden right which was a shame um but at least he didn't vote for trump so i guess that's right but at the same time, it's also, come on, really? Like, what? it's just a cop-out. Yeah. It's a cop-out. You're either, you're, either, you're either for one direction or you're for the other. But to say, you know, as a, as a government official like that, to do that, it's, it's ridiculous. I think that was just yeah. such a cop-out. So, um, you know, everyone's, everyone's entitled to it. I just think at the end of the day, like if somebody 30 years from now came back and, and said, hey, what, you know, which direction did you vote for? I want to have an answer, right? Even if I'm wrong about it, I want mm-hmm. to have an answer and say, I, I tried to move it this direction. That was my preference. Not like, man, you know, whatever happens, happens. Because it's just, you know, and, and, and the youth of America, which is a big voting block right now, it's huge. Um, the youth of America actually has a chance to make things happen. And they're the, only, and they're the ones that have to clean up this mess. Well, but, and, and you so. know, it seems to me in looking at the lines um that i'm seeing on the news there is a lot of youth going out I, there i agree yeah they're a huge which block is right great yep. which is great yeah so that's and that's that and and traditionally that that's better for democrats for also just because mm-hmm. younger voters tend to be more progressive and and you know changing things and everything else because they don't they haven't gotten used to anything yet older older voters have gotten used to things so they mm-hmm. tend to not want those things to change um, this is what happens, right? You're a Democrat when you're young and you get, and you get old and you become a Republican. That's kind of the, the way it typically goes. Um, you know, again, until the Trumplican thing started happening. Um, I'm also seeing a lot more play by um, 
the Lincoln Project in the news, which is nice to see because I really like what they're doing. I'm 100% behind what they're doing, which is they're encouraging Republicans to vote uh, Democrat, and they've got a lot yes. of Republicans to do that. So, yes, there's always the ones that are out there that won't. Whatever. I get it. Like, whatever. Uh, yeah. There's a lot that are. There's a lot that are crossing lines. And people that traditionally vote Republican are not voting Republican. They're voting for Biden. And the whole point is for the reset. And that's what their point is, is that we've got to have this, you know, come to Jesus meeting where we say, hey, Republican leadership went way off the rails. Got to clean out the system. We're going to take our four year time out and we're going to figure this thing out and we're going to come back stronger than ever, which I think Republicans can totally do. Real Republicans um, can totally do that. But the whole like shouting at each other and belittling, belittling somebody for what they believe and making it personal Trumplican thing. Just not a fan. Right. That's no, me either. To me, that's that goes back to the what we have been trying to teach everyone: no bullying. Yeah, like you I know, I mean, and, that's and, and, you know, and the only thing I can hear is because I have friends that are like this, right? Where where it's like you know they they're they're just oh yeah, but it just means you're weak or blah blah blah, and they just go into this weird bubble thing where I'm like, okay, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, like, I have the same you just, thing. You just can't, you know, some people are are, are in that uh hypnosis right like yeah. they're in that they're in that mindset and they're not going to be out of that mindset and, and, and those you know those individuals were you know again i think will be on the wrong side of this history um when they look back and be like oh you vote you, you actually wanted that guy you know um mm-hmm. and i think there'll be a lot of people who said hey we tried it and then we really quickly realized no this is a mistake let's reverse it which is i think you're on Right. I think that gets to be your story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's amazing because there are so many people over 65 that are changing. Yeah. He's losing. He's for sure lost the group so far. It seems to have lost. And he's also lost a suburban housewife. Housewives. He's begging for suburban housewives right now. Yeah, he is. It's a little, it's a little weird. It's a little weirdness. I don't, I don't, you know, again, I don't understand a lot of it other than this is just a ploy for him to get his base you know, because that's his whole strategy now is rally, 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 rally. That's all he's yeah. going to do is rallies every day. And, right. and so he's going to do all these rallies. Um, and but the, rally, the rallies are only going to do, do to make him feel good is what it's it makes him feel good. And it, and it but it does pump up his base. And I think he's going to have this. I still think he's going to have this Trump TV play where he's going to be the new Fox News. He wants his properties to be the new he's going to go into broadcast he's going to go in and he's trying to get his audience like that's the play as a business guy that's his Mm. play right now he's going to take the pulpit but he's got and he's going to build his audience for his next thing that Mm. i I think he thought he was going to do in 2016 i Mm. i think that was already his plan in 2016 and then he accidentally won and then he had to show up for work and he'd be like, crap. Okay. So now it's, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, and I, by, by any means, I do not think that he's trying to lose this time. I just think he also sees the writing on the wall to some extent. And the reality of the situation is while he's this public persona saying, Oh, we're great. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to be amazing. You know, he's also going, okay, what do we do in, you know, next year when I've got this rabid fan base, right. Of, of devout Trumplican people who he will need a place to go. And who he can say to them, you know what, Fox News is a bunch of liberal hippies over there. And they go, yes, that's right. And then, bam, it's this new extreme, you know, extreme, extreme right. I eventually think that will die out. But, you know, that's going to be I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So my you know, personal opinion. And again, I think right now it's, it's interesting because you've got um, the Republicans who have pushed because the other big news story this week. Not really. Kind of. I mean, it happened. But, you know, it's the <laughs> whole this whole Supreme Court thing. 
is, oh, yeah. you know, like, oh, the Supreme Court happened, but, you know, it's sort of just a non-event event. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Republicans were betting that, uh, and again, Trumplicans at this point, were betting that it was going to be more of a thing for their base than it really was. Because I, I, I think they wanted it to be a fight between the Democrats, you know, they, where they could gloat and say, oh, we pushed the Supreme Court through. But nobody has really seemed to care. Everyone's been like, we all know it's going to happen. Everybody knows it's going to happen. You put a judge up there or a candidate up there. You ask some questions. They say, I can't possibly answer that. And you do that for three days. And then they get, a, they get appointed anyway, which everyone knows is going to happen. So like that became this whole waste of time. Meanwhile, what people really want in Congress to focus on is stimulus. Yes. Which didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And again, so now you're right. And so now you've got this coming week where Mitch McConnell's saying that he's going to do a $500 billion stimulus, right? So $500 billion, half a trillion. And then you've got Trump saying he wants a 1.8, I think, trillion or 2 trillion roughly, yeah. Yeah. right? He's come so, up. And the Democrats want 2.8 or something. And it's like, so you have three, three unique viewpoints on what the stimulus needs to be, which makes me think it's not going to happen. No, it's not. And, you know, even even if the Senate votes for it, which I think is Mitch McConnell's play now, is meanwhile, he's sort of just upset everybody about this. Like, why why draw so much attention to this Supreme Court hearing when that literally could have been like a little sideshow while we were talking about the stimulus debates? It's like, oh, let's talk about this Supreme Court justice that nobody cares about because nobody can do anything about it anyway. Right. Right. Really? I mean, really. <clears throat> but but we can do something about stimulus and help people that need help and help businesses that need help, because a lot of business models are just getting rushed and will continue well, to because COVID spike. They will. And and look and look at what's happening with uh unemployment again. Yeah. It's yep. going up. Yep. And you it's going, and I, it's it, going to go higher because all the big companies now, airlines are shutting down. Like all these big companies are now because they're not getting support. Because they're just, not getting any money. And and fault. you know no, it's not. And and you know it's it's it just doesn't make sense to me why you would not want to help people to to be able to stay afloat until we can get past this COVID. And it just blows my mind that Trump is just saying, oh, well, we're around the curve. And, you know, hey, things are getting better with COVID. And all these states are breaking out. And you're like, uh, that's not what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's like it's it like all, all but two states, it's going up. Yeah, my yeah. gosh. It's just crazy. And, and, and you're and sitting I do, there and saying I do that think, it's I, better. I do think that there is this, you know, we've learned a lot more about it. It's not absolutely as, for me personally, not as scary as a thing in the beginning as it was for everybody else. Right. I think but, I'm yes. not alone in that because you just, you know, you go, okay, survivability is probably pretty good. And we got to stay away from people and you got to take care of yourself and everything else, but it is still an issue. Oh, that absolutely. needs to be addressed. Like it's still an issue and, right. and it's go and it's going up everywhere. And, and yes, there will be deaths that, that happen because of yes. it. Right. Which yes. again, don't have to be, if people were just wearing masks like that, they've said this so many times, if, well, well, medical professionals, if people wear a mask, it's like social distancing, right? It, it's not perfect, right. but it, it definitely helps. Well, and I would think that if anything, you know, the Republican party should learn to, I mean, it's been proven that Holy cow, look what happened at the White House when all those people got the coronavirus, even though they were tested. That test is not accurate. All those people were tested in the, the rapid test before they went into that um, well, Rose and, Garden and, and, meeting. And even if it was, it's still just a snapshot. So at that point in time, you weren't. And then you shook somebody's hand. 
now you are right. 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 So that happens. I, you know, uh, this is why, again, I, I don't like the side Chris Christie's on, but I consider, you know, and I think he's definitely a little more Trump looking than he needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. But he was the, he got COVID and then. Right. Went and now the, he's saying wear a mask. And, yeah. Now he's saying like, I, I made a mistake. He goes, yeah. I just assumed, you know, which I, I get it, right? it makes sense. I don't agree with it. I wouldn't have made that decision, but I understand mm-hmm. him. Right. Where he says, oh, I thought I was going into this super protected bubble. Like that's mm-hmm. what we were told. That's what I thought. I didn't think anything could get through it. turns out I was he trusted. Wear, right. I was wrong. Wear a mask. And I right. love that, that he's willing to come out there and do that. I, I do too. That, I think that brought leadership. my respect back to him. hundred percent. And, and I, for me too, it redeems him, you know, where I'm like, okay, like, you know what? Admit a little bit of fault. Trump never will do that. Um, mm-hmm. But, but if he would, he probably would have picked up more people. He probably would have expanded because people would have been like, well, I like a lot of Trump, what he's done with the economy, but I just can't vote for the guy because he's basically killing a bunch of people and he's an idiot. And then if they realize, oh, wow, he just learned and he started wearing a mask and I was telling America, hey, you know what? Take this thing seriously because I was fortunate enough to get $100,000 in free health care because I'm the president and I have everything at my disposal, but you don't. So you should treat this seriously because, you know, mm-hmm. he got sick. Like the first thing they talked about that NBC Trump hall, or the, the, the Trump town hall was what happened he got pneumonia his lungs had things on like he didn't want to talk about it you could tell he was like well let's not talk about this but he got sick and he got he got to the point where this was an issue for him where Mm -hmm. he'd be flown to the hospital and take experimental drugs like that's Mm -hmm. that's that's a big deal like where Mm -hmm. they where they everybody in charge sort of makes this thing happen and says okay we're going to give this one guy who's arguably one of the most important people in the world if not the most important person in the world we're going to give him experimental drugs because it's to this point where we have to, right. Like, that's shocking. And, yep. and, you know, and then for him to say like, Oh, don't let it dominate your life. I'm like, well, don't let it dominate your life. Of course. Cause you've got thousands of doctors that'll right. work with you, you know, and you don't have to worry about co-pays and healthcare and scheduling for the kids and all the other stuff that's going to, that happens with regular people. So why right. not just say wear a mask? The other thing that I, that I was, you know, a, she, so finally he said he's against white supremacy. Yay. That shouldn't have been hard. Finally said that. Would not disavow QAnon, though, again, no. which I don't get. I just don't get. And I think the NBC moderator, again, is that's where the whole crazy uncle thing. Uh, actually, that's not true. The crazy uncle thing came because he's he's was touting some conspiracy, uh, retweeting it that Obama um, had shot Obama Biden, of course, shot down seal a seal team to cover up the fact that they never actually killed some of the yes. They killed the yes. body double. And like, this is the Trump presidency retweeting this and we're like yes. and that's why she said you you're not somebody's crazy uncle you're the president like come on man like really what is when when do we have just a <clears throat> limit of of ethical morals here where like enough like you just don't do that at a certain point you just <laughs> don't do that like just because you can doesn't mean you should and he right. doesn't have that role he's just because i can just means i haven't yet like that's all it means same as like i'll totally do that he's everything is open for this guy um, mm-hmm. Which, again, I think hurts the brand of America because we become this unpredictable partner in the world where nobody can trust anything we say because we don't know. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they said they would do it, but then they can just change their mind. And I, I don't think that's right. Like, you know, it used to be your bond is your word as a country. Right. And we've, right. we've absolutely hurt that. And I think a Biden presidency will, will help with that. So. Well, you know, and, and of course, anything that he says just makes no political sense at all. And, and yet, right, it, you know, it, this is the only part that I keep thinking about because I, I agree with you. And yet I look at what happened in 2016 and go, it didn't make sense back then either. 
The only thing I can think of is there's a lot more people like you now that went, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote for this guy. I'm going to hold my nose and vote because maybe, mm-hmm. right. Maybe, maybe he'll be better. And, and we want something different and I like him. And, you know, and, and there was the whole anti hillary and, and that's, and that's exactly what it was. I mean, it was just like, Whoa, we really just don't like Hillary. And, you know, again, you know, the last couple of, of presidential elections, there's not been to me, so let me ask very you a question. good candidates. Let me ask you, there's never good candidates. Let me ask you a question mm. going, if you could, no, you can't, but if you could, if we can go back in time, would you change your vote? Knowing what, you, knowing what you know, you would have full knowledge of what would happen mm. with this presidency. Knowing everything you know about Hillary and how much you hate her and Benghazi emails and all that crap that's flying around. That's, you know, would that's you, a hard one to answer. For? That's a hard one to answer because who knows what, what Hillary would have done. Right. But knowing what you know I mean, now about this. I, you know. Because that's, that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, okay, so what you're saying is, this, this is kind of shocking because I thought you might, you know. Because this is what's interesting is, is people want to stay congruent. So when they believe something, they fight for their belief, even if it's not like useful anymore. They just, you try to not, you know, it's hard to change your mind. It's hard to admit, eh, maybe I wouldn't do that. It's, hard to, it's no, hard to do that. You know, I really don't know, honestly and truly, simply because I really, really did not like Hillary. Um, and I, I agree. She's not, she's not a likable individual. <laughs> she does not come across one. You know, I, Joe and, Biden and I, totally does. He does not have that problem, which is great. No. Um, and I think that's what it was for me. It was, it was, you know, I really just didn't like what she stood for either. Well, what did she stand for? Cause that's you know, interesting. I'm, what did she stand for? Cause I don't think, you know, um, you know, I realized that she was maybe more for the people, so to speak, but I just, there was just so much stuff. I mean, I do look at, um, You know, the emails was a big thing to me. Right. Benghazi which, which was, was a big again, thing. Not event, right? You know, when all those people were killed, um, right. and I felt that she shunned her responsibility. Um, you know, for me, that was a big thing. I just, and that, you know, if if my feeling was, you know, if she's going to shun that, then what else is she going to shun in this country? You know, at that at that point in time, now. I don't know. She could have been a, a good president. Who knows? But, you know, certainly I had hope that Trump would not be as bad as what he has turned out to be. Yeah. Um, and it was a disappointment, a huge disappointment. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people that feel that way at this point. Now, there are those, like you say, I mean, we've talked about this before, where there's loads of people out there that are like, they're just tunnel vision. They're not going to look at it. They're not going to check it out. They're not going to try and see both sides. Um, They either, number one, don't have the time. They don't have the desire. There's a lot of people that don't like politics, period. You know, so they're just going to go with whatever the TV tells them. Well, so Um, let's uh, just, and and part of this is because I'm just, I'm curious of the psyche, of, of how the mind works, right? Because you said something about with Hillary Clinton where she just shunned her responsibility. Yeah, to me, it was a shunning of responsibility with Benghazi. How, what, what was? How, how do you know that? That was a big thing. How do you know that? Because this, well, this is me talking you to you now versus you before. Because you right. before, you're repeating you before's lines, if that makes sense. Like you're reporting the, the old yeah. you is reporting in your head right now saying she shunned her responsibility. Well, 
a very, very, go ahead. Okay. So let's go back on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one, at that time, uh, I was doing what most Americans are doing even now. Right, 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 right. right. But here's my, this is, this is my point, I guess. This is, so let me restate the question because I I agree with you and I'm not trying to get you to, you know, change the change. I'm saying who you are now, who you are now, knowing what's going to happen with Trump, knowing who you are now, knowing, knowing how you look at things now. Would you have voted for Hillary Clinton? And your gut was like, no, I, I just, I just probably not. Like, it kind of sounds like you're leaning that direction. Like, no, I probably just still go for Trump. And then I asked why, and you're like, well, because yeah. she sends a responsibility. But I don't know that you now would think that, because well, in, in a 15 if, second if, Google search, if I could have re right, but if I go seconds, back, it takes. you know, um, you know, I don't know, I don't I know because so let me, honestly, let me, let me, let me really... just tell you, if I could talk to you then, and you were as open minded as you are now, which you probably weren't back then, but let's say that you are now, right? You've learned. So, Excuse and, me. I thought you told me I was an open-minded person. You are now. No, I was when, no, in a lot not, of ways, but we never yeah, had. Yeah, but you never we researched never got this deep stuff. Into, you never no, got I didn't. Into this, I right? didn't. That's I what didn't. I mean by open-minded means like sometimes you just kind of, even with yourself, you go, you question yourself and say, well, is that really true? Let me go find out. Because yeah. in 10 seconds of Googling, you go, let's see, from 2012, Clinton, I take responsibility for Benghazi. 2014, Clinton takes responsibility for Benghazi. 2015, Clinton again takes responsibility for Benghazi attack. And you see this over and over again, way before the election, years before the election. And yet you fell for the party line because you didn't question it. Right. And so well, no because, impact, again, I was like a lot of Americans understood. But now you're saying you wouldn't vote for Hillary. You're telling me now you wouldn't vote for Hillary because she shunned. I'm saying I Benghazi. just don't know because there's I, a way to know. You just Google it. She didn't shun her responsibility. So now now that you know that she doesn't because you made it a point. But just you're now, telling me that and I haven't Googled it. So there Google you go. It. Go Google it. There's, you can take 10 seconds to do it now. And you'll see all these news articles talk about how Hillary accepted responsibility for Benghazi. So knowing beyond a reasonable doubt that Hillary accepted responsibility for Benghazi, does that change your mind about Hillary Clinton? I don't know, honestly, because... It's so funny to me. This is, this honestly, mm. is like, it's, it's, it's so interesting. Well, it's like people fight for their, you know... as big as Benghazi... What other mistake are you going to make, oh, too? You, you, it doesn't matter. Do you know, just, I mean, uh, I mean. So, okay, so let's, so let's go. So it's good, good to know that Trump never made mistakes. No, but I'm not saying that. But I'm not uh, saying, I'm just saying. It's interesting. Well, I don't know. I just find it interesting. To, I, you know, it's hard to, to go back and try and, totally and put myself into those feelings and what I felt and thought yeah. at that time. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm very. I'm somewhat interested that you still would have voted for Trump, but I also, that's good. Well, like that's what this, that's what this podcast was supposed to be for. You would have, right. you would have, I can tell already you're, you're fighting too much for the, you're fighting too much. I can tell you can see the pattern. Okay. Nobody that listens to this would think, Oh yeah, she definitely wouldn't vote for Trump. They're all going to be like, yeah, she's cause they're all back there going, yeah, Hillary and Benghazi and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you guys haven't even researched Benghazi. And they're, they're all like, because you just watched it was on Fox News or what somebody told you was on Fox well, News. Well, you know, and the big thing. And now you're still believing it. Now, again, I, I also think Hillary, not a likable candidate. That was her problem. She couldn't connect with people. That was her no. problem. She couldn't market herself. It's just pure mm-hmm. marketing. Biden totally does. So I think it's. I think well, it's, you know what? He has compassion for people. And you can see he it does. on his he, he comes across so genuine. I agree with you. And not only that, but you know what else? I, he comes from a hardworking family. Yes. 
a good hardworking family who helped him to be open-minded about people in general. You know, that reminds me about a story about him and his dad back in 1942 when they used to drive a Chevy. I'm just joking. But yes, he does that. He tells you stories <laughs> about all this stuff, but it does it. I think it connects. It's endearing. It does connect. It's, I would much rather you know, that be the brand like, for America. Yeah, I mean. He's a Norman yeah. Rockwell painting coming to life. Come on. All that's right. what this guy is. I that's think. a good way. That's, a, that's a way of putting it. But he, I just. He has this nostalgia really, to him. Yeah. I'm just really, um, at this point, you know, kind of counting on him to fix this country. I'm definitely, I, I cannot imagine. Here's, here's the difference between, I think, Hillary and, and him as a candidate. I can imagine Hillary complaining about Republicans. And saying Republicans this or Republicans that, because she did it with the deplorables. And that was a problem because mm-hmm. she gave him mm-hmm. a brand. Right. Um, so but Biden, I think, will not do that. I think he will be like, as Americans, we need to do this. No. We understand there's differences of opinion. Here's what we need to do. And I don't think he'll be like, you're a bad person for being. Republican. No, no. Like, and he as, doesn't, as the, he which doesn't is the portray that yeah. at all. Yeah. And that's I like that so much. Where I'm like, can we just get back to that? Because that's the model. Right. That's what feeds the rest of us is that leadership from the top trickles down always does. Cause you see the examples and I think right. you will see less of, you know, the right wing militias trying to take out the governors, right. And take over the country. And, you know, that's probably because Biden as a president won't say liberate Michigan. And mm-hmm. like even Trump recently over the weekend was having a rally in Michigan where everyone's chanting, lock her up. And, 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 and the governor came out and said, this is why this stuff happens because you won't stop the rhetoric, which is, I think, a fair point. Absolutely. Absolutely. (sighs) But I am, I am still, I I would love to talk to you more. I want you to do some thinking about the Hillary thing. Cause I just, I, I, part, partly, partly because again, this podcast was originally supposed to be two opposing points of view down to the, down to the end. Right. But yeah, then and very I quickly, you. yeah, because it was like, okay, well, now what are we going to talk about for the remainder of the till the election? And there's been, a, <laughs> you know, famous last words, right? Because there's been a lot um, that that have come through here uh, since then. Like every every week is like eight big news stories. Um, yeah, but it's like you know, I'm I'm wondering, kind of like you know, I because I, I think there is that that grain of difference in us, right? Where I voted for Hillary. I know she's not likable, but I'm like, I don't care if I like her or not. I just want her. I want to know who's going to be a better representation for the country and move the country forward. Even if it's not the completely the direction that I want to go. Like, I don't think she was mm-hmm. going to be business friendly. And I, I like business friendly. I don't think she was going to be business friendly, but I thought Trump was too much of a, for me, Trump was too much of a chaos candidate. He was too much of a wild card. I couldn't peg him to say, oh, he's going to get this done. He was just not them. And I didn't want to vote for somebody because they were not them. I did that back in the day with Ross Perot, where it was a throwaway vote, right? I voted Q. That was when I was also very young. Mm-hmm. I would vote when Ross Perot was third prime. I voted Q. And I was like, oh, whatever. But honestly, the second, the guy I thought was going to win won, which I think, um, I don't even remember back then who it was. Was that Bush? Was I honestly Ross don't Perot remember at this point. Uh, um, let's see. So let's see. Ross Perot ran against. Let's find out. He ran against uh, George W. Bush. Yeah. 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 So, I just found that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was kind of like, all right. But, I mean, that's what I thought was going to win it. And so I was like, 
So I kind of did throwaway. So for me, I was like, ah, oh, whatever, it didn't count. But this one, I just can't do the throwaway. I'm like, okay, gotta, you know, it, it matters right now. I think it's just too close and it needs to be overwhelming. That's the messaging right now. Make it an overwhelming win. Like I'm looking at the polls right now in Hawaii. When it's like, you know, Biden versus Trump, Biden's up by 33 points. Oh, I know. Isn't that amazing? That's, that's what the rest of the country needs. Like if we did that, then A, the Republicans would reset. And again, yeah. you know, it's going to be, there's no doubt about it. It's going to be off balance for four years because it's been so off balance already for, for mm-hmm. four years. So mm-hmm. there's going to be that pendulum swinging the other way. But then that's where the real Republicans have to stand up over the next four years and fix their party, which I expect that, you know, kind of, the Lincoln project team will help out with that. Uh, and then, cause I, cause I, they're going to, we're going to need them. Cause I, you know, it's going to be too progressive and it will be higher taxes and you know, all the other stuff that comes through, like there's going to be those things. Um, but it won't be anywhere near the extreme that's coming out. And it'll, it'll just start in four years. I think it depends. It depends how, I agree. how bad that party is going to take. It's going to take that long. Yeah, it'll it'll take a while. It won't be won't be fast at all. And uh, and it, and it's only only if the Democrats, because this is the Democrats' chance, is to stay moderate. Because mm-hmm. if they go the opposite of Trump again, right? Let's let's call them progressive for now. And I'm sure there'll be some other term later. But you know, the, the Republicans went team Trumplican and just jumped on board. It just kept getting weirder and weirder and weirder to where you've, you've got you know QAnon conspiracy theorists that are running for office and being elected. So it's like great, like ugh. and now. But the Democrats, again, 100% in danger of that same thing happening. So they win with a moderate candidate, and then it gets worse and worse and worse um, as mm-hmm. they go through. So they have the opportunity to keep the presidency as long as they don't go crazy with all this stuff coming through. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think everybody should get free education and have their bills paid for. Like, I don't think education is all that, you know, in a lot of instances of college, I don't think they give a good product. I don't think we should reward them with money. I think they should no. make their products better. So. But I think there's that a lot of, I agree with. There's there's other other things that we can be doing. I do think businesses should be probably taxed a little bit more. We should probably close some of the loopholes. I think that's true. Oh, um, absolutely. I, I mean, look at Trump, people. what he's done with those loopholes. Yep. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. he he point yeah. blank said, "Hey, there's loopholes there, and I'm going to use them." Yep. Well, hello. The first thing they need to work on is that. Get rid of those loopholes. I'm just looking forward to a president where on like national TV, he doesn't have to basically say, well, this group's against pedophiles and I'm against pedophiles. So I guess that's good. Cause that was the whole Q and <laughs> thing. That was his justification <laughs> yeah. for not yeah. like, you just can't say like, listen, everyone well, has their opinion, of, but yes, right. it's not something I subscribe to. And I don't think it's a real thing. And you know, that he could have just done that and be like, I'm, that's not my, that's not, that's not what we're here for. We're here for America, blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of, yes, you know, he could, he, there, there are ways to denounce without like saying, I don't like these people, but right. Trump can't do But that. he doesn't really say anything. No, I mean, doesn't. even listening to his rallies and stuff, I mean, oh, we're no, great. Oh yeah. We're going to do wonderful. Yeah. We're going to, well, you're not telling me anything. I already you're told not- you it's going to be the best healthcare for the cheapest. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Don't, don't you worry about your taxes. What do you want your taxes to be? That's what it's going to be better. Your life's going to be amazing. And you, but you're hundred percent right. But that crowd, that's all they want to hear. It's like, it's like a re it's like a warm, comfy blanket, right? Mm-hmm. Just reassurance. So it's interesting. They, there's, there's definitely a type you can, you can pick I mean, they have a consistent type that shows up to the rallies and uh, oh, they're, yeah. definitely, they're definitely not Googling for like they're, they're Googling specific things they're looking for things specifically they're not they're not 
questioning what they've been told. <laughs> that's a fact. Well, no, um, they're not. And, and, you know, that's the thing. I understand that, you know, there's a lot of that not questioning. There's a, a lot of that uh, tunnel vision. Uh, there's a lot of that, you know, I don't want to be bothered with politics. It's too complicated for me. Yeah, yeah. And it is complicated. There's a lot of issues that are complicated. Um, <clears throat> but you have to, at some point, start to question some of it. I just, I don't know. And I mean, I'm glad that I did question. I mean, my biggest, biggest thing was watching him over and over again with this darn twittering. I was like, oh my gosh, you're acting like a, a child. You know, it was kind of funny. That's so what started it for me. In, in prepping for today's show, I went through because I wanted to really show, because I noticed, I did notice it on the debate, which was just, you know, a few days back from this recording. Um, mm -hmm. So the um, so we're recording this on a Sunday. That debate happened on a Thursday. So on Thursday is when I noticed the difference between the two tweets, right? Where it was like Trump basically saying the entire world's going to end. It's going to be fire and brimstone unless you vote for me, which is again works for his base. Which I they're mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, freaked out, mm -hmm. so freaked out. And then you got Biden saying, "Hey, I'm going to be everyone's president. Like even though I'm a Democrat, I'll be everyone's president. Yep. We're going to bring this thing together. Let's just make this better." And I'm like, "Cool." So, uh, but then in today's prep. I was like, okay, well, I got to go back in time and go find those tweets, right? So I, I go to Twitter on both accounts, and the number of times I had to scroll down to get through all of Trump's stuff because he just wow. does it so often. I'm like, Biden was like three or four scrolls. I'm like, cool, now I'm back to Thursday, <laughs> right? And it was just nice to be like, oh, it's quick and easy to find. And Trump's I'm like, okay, I'm keep going, I'll keep going, I'll keep going, I'll keep going, I'll keep going. Well, it makes you wonder what's he doing with this country? He's got so much time to sit he there and does be have tweeting. A lot of time to tweet. That's a fact. I will. I mean, I will what not, is his job? I will not miss that. I will not miss learning about somebody being fired because they got fired over Twitter. Like all that stuff. So. Oh, oh my gosh. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. So, you well, know? Let me, let me ask you a question. So we're on social media a little bit here and then we can, we can wrap it up. Did you follow it all the Biden emails? Um, and the fact that, you know, Facebook and Twitter both, took took the you know kept them from spreading as far as they were it was this is a news article in the new york post it was a huge story um, um this was the new york uh, post was banned or their links were banned and people couldn't share them and that became a big like republican right-wing conspiracy again trumplicans no i did not honestly and truly i did not um as you know i'm limited in my my access to some things but um <clears throat> no i did not even hear about that i know that there was like facebook was not putting up stuff Yes. So that's, um, that's the, so which is, is that good. what you're talking about? So this was, this was specifically, it was New York post, which is a, uh, Rupert Murdoch owns them. So it's, it's an incredibly right wing rag. Like it, it is, is right. So I'm yeah, yeah. Derogatorily, but it is, it's just a right wing newspaper. So it's incredibly right wing. There is zero doubt about that bias all over the place, just like Fox news is. So you take their post knowing they are coming at it from a, from an extreme right wing perspective. So they put this thing up there where it was like bombshell, right? This is the October surprise. It's like bombshell Biden's email, you know, Hunter Biden's emails. And, uh, and, and basically there was like one email that said something like, cause they're, cause they're trying to play the email game again, which worked, which worked against Hillary Clinton, right? Worked for mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm, and it's, mm -hmm. They're trying to, well, let's just do that again. So now it's Biden. Biden email. Oh, 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 okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, yep. so, so this happened, and and and, and the, so the basic story of how this whole thing came about, and then of course it was it was uh, people started linking to it, and then nobody could fact check it. So the social media enterprises, so Facebook and Twitter, were like, "Well, Twitter's got a thing against hacked emails being 
hacked information, being linking to hacked information. And this drive, what evidently happened was somebody left this computer. This is the story. Somebody had three laptops for repair. They left one of them at the repair place. And the guy took the hard drive, found emails on it, made a copy of that hard drive, and um, uh, then gave it. It ended up in uh, Giuliani's lawyer's place because evidently he went to the FBI, but the FBI didn't do anything. So then he went to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, as one does. So -hmm. then you go to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, and the uh, lawyer is the one that gave it to the post. So none of this can be verified. Because they're just images of emails. They're not actually, they don't have the data, something called metadata in technical terms. Mm-hmm. But they, you can't actually verify that it's a real email that was ever sent. You don't have any identifying information as to where it came from because that metadata contains all of that. So they could trace the emails back to people if they were, if they had all of that. But of course, they, for some reason, won't allow that. It's just pictures of emails, which is nothing. You can Photoshop that. And I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying you could. Like, they're, If you're going to put out the information, put out something people can fact check. So that's just the problem. Nothing's fact checked. It was theoretically not this person's information to give out. Um, and so they called it hacked. And that's when they, that's what brought everything back. And then Twitter later apologized that we should have been more explicit as to why we were pulling it down. Um, and then, you know, so now it's a whole big right wing conspiracy that, you know, their, their propaganda doesn't get promoted of social media like it used to back in the good old days. But this, when you look at the story, it was, it was Biden, you know, evidently Trump's lawyer or sorry, Giuliani's lawyer gets this thing, pushes it to New York post, New York post promotes it. There's one email on there that says something about, you know, Hey, thanks for, uh, you know, the meeting with your dad. It doesn't, nobody knows if that means he met with or he did, or if he ever was planning to, or if it was just like, thanks for like saying you're going to meet with your dad or any of that stuff. So there's, right. There's Let's really twist the words. Nothing there. At best, you have to twist it out of context, right? Like to make something right. there. You have to really hard. You have to really look at it hard to make something there, right? You got to rub two sticks together there to make a fire. There is no natural fire there. So that's there. And then there is currently, currently, there's an FBI investigation around how this whole thing happened because even Rudy Giuliani, who has been photographed with Russian spies already. Um, and that's fact. That's just out there. He's already, you know, there, he's said there's a 50-50 shot. He was working with a spy on it. So now it's Russian disinformation is what the Democrats are saying, which, again, I don't know. Like, this is the FBI is now investigating this, though, to say, listen, this is just complicated disinformation because, you know, it goes from like, you know, this is a national security concern that some computer repair shop owner in Delaware gave to the FBI that the FBI ignored. So he had no choice but to give it to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer. And that's how it ended up in, at the New York Post. Like no <laughs> reputable, like the New York Post is not known as a reputable newspaper. Like it's not, it's not the newspaper record. It's not the one that people go to tr- find cool information. It's the one that you go, go get, find the scandals and stuff. It's the gossip rag, you know, like, and it just, it's like, it's, it just does smell so weird. So that became the thing. It was like, and it of course came from, you know, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani and who's got a reputation sullied. It came from Steve Bannon, who's being, you know, indicted, I guess, at this point for alleged fraud. So it's like, you know, all the, it's just for who, who it comes from is people that you really aren't trustworthy. You haven't demonstrated any sort of real trustworthiness and the information's not even really all that like scandalous really from what anybody has been able to tell. Except for the, you know, the headline by mm-hmm. emails, like that's, that's, that was it. And the fact that the, the big story was that nobody could share the link. So this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, that goes away. And then Trump starts, you know, sharing the other conspiracy about how Obama shot down the SEAL team to cover up the fact that he killed Obama's or uh, Biden's, uh, not Biden, holy cow, Osama bin Laden's body double. And that was never actually a thing. That was right. Like, like, right. So they're just trying anything now. But it's like, yeah, it's like grasping normal, at straws. Yeah. But I want some like normal people getting stuff done. I don't understand why it has to be all this weird conspiracy theories because it just rarely is. You know, I'm sure every once in a while there is a conspiracy theory is true, but most of the time it's just weirdness and drama. And I just want to get back to like, what's the stimulus going to be for the country? Mm-hmm. Like, can we not talk about that and make that a topic of conversation? I would love yeah. that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that was, that was really it. I think we covered the big things, which was like, there was that whole email thing. There was the uh, kind of what social media is doing, which is finally taking responsibility, I think, which is good. I think it's Yes. Good. It's about um, time. I think, uh, you know, the, the whole, you know, obviously the Senate's going to confirm the, the judge or confirm the judge. So that's that's happening. But it really delayed the stimulus. This week will be all about stimulus would be my guess. Yes. Um, early voting continues <clears throat> to be a thing. So get out there and vote. Get your mail. Get your ballots mailed in uh, now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Get it done. Um, plan for things not working out the first day. There are lots of people who tried to vote early the first day and figured out how long it was going to take. And they couldn't do it that day. So they had to plan for another time. So plan to make you know you got backups to your backups in in terms of how you're going to vote and make sure your vote is counted by november 3rd because it is it's important very important especially this year have an answer as a country by november 3rd and i don't know if it's possible but man i want to i want to do our i hope so do our best to make sure that we can and uh so that it's and ideally ideally what i'm really hope is you know it's just this massive 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 win for biden where it just cannot be questioned and it'll squash everything else after that. And that's, that's, that for me is the win. It's not just getting Biden in presidency. It's such an overwhelming thing that it squashes all the crap that comes after if we don't mm-hmm. make it overwhelming. So, um, cause I would just like an end to the drama. That would be great. Indeed. All right. Well, with that, anything else you want to discuss or wrap up or was on your list? No, no, right. not right well, now. Let's tell people who we are and we'll, we'll take it home. Again, we are politics with mom. Thank you for joining us. And you can find us on politicswithmom at gmail.com, politicswithmom at uh, dot com, politicswithmom on YouTube and on Twitter, politicswithmom. At politicswithmom. But yes, it was good. You got pretty much all of them. I'm trying. You're doing great. All right. (laughs) Well, with that, we'll go ahead and bring this one to a close. I still love you, mom. I love you too, son. Talk to you next week.